0: Welcome to funding the show on Kickstarter. No, Finding that's wrong. Funding the dream. The dream. <laughs> <laughs> on, this is you our know, okay, whatever. It, you, you guys know you're listening. You know this is funding the dream on Kickstarter. I'm the host, Richard Bliss. I'm joined by my co-host John Covey. and we Genius have a Games. special guest today. All the guests are
1: special, the but most special.
0: The most special guest okay. we've ever had is Michael Mendez with Tasty Minstrel Games. Michael, thanks for joining us.
1: I'm glad to be back again.
0: Yes, and what's different here, and those of you who are listening, this is another special edition from Gamma Trade Show here in Reno, Nevada, live. This is the first time the three of us have got to sat, had the ability to sit down and talk to each other face-to-face, which is kind of fun.
2: Yes, very right? fun.
0: Yeah, it's uh, kind of a new experience. We are going to talk about failure and the success of
2: failure is kind of what this episode's all about. So that's what we're going to talk about. With the world's foremost expert on failure, Michael Mendez, right? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That that is correct. Oh, I like that one. Well, we were downstairs talking about the podcast, and Michael came up and mentioned that they had just launched a Kickstarter campaign and canceled it.
1: Is that correct? That is correct. All
2: right. And so we said, hey, that's that's great content for a
0: podcast. It is. And so because one of the things I've always said is don't let that thing die a slow death figure out what you need to get the data out of it and then cancel. And so, Michael, uh, both John and I were intrigued by kind of what brought that about and can you really find success from failure? And we all know that anecdotally that everybody says that, but is it possible to do that?
1: Okay, so to to start off, I think failure is overrated. I would much rather not fail, (laughs) Um, but there are times when in any moment you might have a micro failure in this case that we we had our we had our offer wrong it was for dragon's interest which we were doing a deluxified version of and the main problem was that we had a lot of upgrades that mm. in our in our view a lot of upgrades that backers didn't perceive as having any value at all.
2: Mm.
1: Right? So in the case of uh was it called when you put the 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 image on the wood? Oh, uh, right. the the um, screen printing. Yeah, like you screen print on the wood, right? <clears throat> uh, so as it turns out, screen printing on wood is about eighty percent of the cost or seventy percent of the cost of adding the wood in the first place. So it's oh, pretty wow. darn expensive. Yeah, especially if you have a lot of pieces. Uh, and people just didn't weren't seeing the value in that, and so.
0: At the price point that you were asking, at the price they, point I mean, they, they might asking. like it. they might like it. Yes,
1: they'd love to have it, but at the price point we needed to ask, yeah. why would we back this? That was what people said, and then what people other folks said by not backing it, it was pretty uh, it was pretty clear because but you missed. Oh, yeah. I mean when yeah, when we launch a project and we send an email, and this is a wonderful thing, build up an audience, that's the thing you need to do. Get them to trust you. But when we launch and we send an email and two hours later, it's like 100 backers giving us $10,000, we know we did something wrong.
0: Right. Which for is sure. interesting because what you just said was is that you expect significant numbers to hit that Kickstarter within those first couple hours. Yes. right? Not 24 hours. not No, in the next couple of hours. You can tell right then we got it or we didn't.
1: Yes.
2: yeah, yes. And, it's, and it's kind of similar for us because that email list is a – Direct communication to your your backers to your potential backers right, and so if if they get that email and they're not responding and you're getting that low of conversion yeah there's something something and, wrong. and
1: that for <clears throat> for for other folks that could be fantastic right i don't want to be no talking no, no. about first world problems we we only had one hundred and fifty people sign up instantaneously, but for us, normally that's five hundred to seven hundred people. Giving us you know, whatever the multiplier is of, right. of, of that sixty-seven thousand dollars, same
0: experience, right? With yours, yes, right? Yeah. because of that 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 newsletter, yeah, that mailing list is the the secret sauce of both your companies,
1: right? And, and one of the things that we are bad at now is actually falling through after the fact. We're, in a lot of cases, we want to just make the games and we want to do it at a profitable level and keep doing that. And so once it funds and it's clear it's going well enough, we kind of Sit back and just
0: let it do its thing.
1: Let it do let it do its thing, and when it gets time to be finished, we will we'll email again and have the forty eight hour thing.
0: Yeah. So uh, in this case,
2: how hard was it? I mean, John, have you ever canceled the project? I have not. Okay. We we
1: you're, try- just, you're
2: just perfect. We try and cross our T's and dot our I's uh, before okay. we hit the launch button. No, well, I mean we'll launch
1: more <laughs> projects then. yeah. There you go. You're, you're, you'll you're you're get it wrong.
0: <laughs> <then>. <laughs> yes, yes. It's not I, bad advice. Yeah, it's probably a good a good advice because you're not. Yes, but what led you, I mean, you saw that, and then is it, hey, we can gut it out. No, no, maybe we're, uh, w- w- how long did it run before you canceled it?
1: So we typically launch on Tuesdays, and this was typical, yeah. and we canceled on Thursday or Friday. I so think it was Friday. Three days later. Yeah, and we were at, we were yeah. at like $22,000. We were asking for thirty. One of the things that I am very keen on in general is we ask for what we actually are fine getting, and so as soon as we hit that 30 number
0: you were you were morally committed In basically, we were morally committed, yes yeah, and so you were like, okay we got we got pull the plug. Well, yeah
1: and, and so for us, we were doing a deluxified version asking for a hundred dollars retail price. I'm doing air quotes, very good on radio um, and Therefore, we were asking like for seventy five, eighty dollars from and from which, backers. And which game is this for? Dragons' Interest. Dragons' Interest. I'm not familiar with Dragons' Interest. Was it a Kickstarter campaign that you? Well, had? that's that's another issue, right? Yeah,
0: I know. I have. I've kind it, of not it, been it, paying attention.
1: Well, no, not just you. <laughs> it's it's that game in particular. It's not it's not previously well known. It's from a designer who has made uh, some other games that people have liked, but it's not you know a big name designer. And we had these things priced in incorrectly. So what we we we, we like internally are like, whoa, okay, uh, well maybe if we do this, and then we didn't do that because whatever reason, um, you know, things. And so we realized, okay, if we can't, people are saying you're essentially just giving me the base game and coins, right? Metal coins, and you're charging me like it's a big deal. Right. And so we're gonna we we cancel and we're gonna relaunch with base game and coins. You back it at a little bit of a discount from regular retail price and we give you coins, the metal coins. And it'll do much, 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 much much better because we're cutting out that twenty dollars that people weren't seeing
2: the value.
0: Can, the delu- the deluxification of
2: it can you tell tell us a little bit more about what what is in the base game how, how how heavy is this game what kind of game is this what's the the target gamer market and then these these add-ons the deluxified version how much more was that going to add for what cost
1: sure so it's it's very so the game is a it's like a second edition of ponzi scheme i don't know if you've played that and where you are but in this it, it, you're taking money you're borrowing money from the dragon the draconian loan shark, because you were at war with other kingdoms, and you need to rebuild your kingdom, so you take money from the dragon, and you're building up your kingdom, and you have to pay interest, and if you manage to not, and everyone can pay interest the whole game, it's possible, Um, but if you don't, your your kingdom gets burninated, the game ends, you find out who has the most points. Um, So, this game, being like Ponzi Scheme, there's an exchange between players, that needs to be hidden from all of the other players. Hmm. So it's a three-to-five-player game because of that, which is also another issue a lot of people are like, I want a two-player game. And then they say, well, I want a one-player version, too. And that's not happening with this game. So we need this private exchange, and given the nature of the theme, we're doing a um, a little treasure chest box with a magnetic lid and Hmm. a, a problem... If you haven't manufactured games before, you don't realize that if you price out all the components individually, the box that everything comes in is like twenty to thirty percent of the cost. Right. And, you know, if the game costs you eight to make, it's it's uh you know, dollar seventy to two dollars and twenty cents for the box. Right. So this game has another has another box with some fancy mechanisms. So it's two smaller. Boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So but there's no seeing the value in the box. Well, that's something we just have to get over with and, and eat because mm. it's there's key no way to, to the do game.
2: With, there's no way to do it with a bag,
1: right? Well, I mean, you could, but it's gonna be it's gonna be stupid in comparison.
2: And what was the MSRP on the on the
1: base game? It's sixty. Sixty,
2: and you guys mainly because
1: were... the box. I mean, we've got really? we've got two boxes, so right.
2: And you were offering it for what on Kickstarter?
1: Uh. So Seventy with shipping, it was like seventy-five, but with all the upgrades. So Got it. So these these uh, cardboard bits become wood.
2: Could they get the base version through Kickstarter? Screened.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Is this a game? This is a licensed game from Tasty Minstrel.
1: Um, I'm not sure what you mean by license.
0: Sorry, it's so the game. I'm just trying to follow the
1: conversation because we're, had, we licensed it from the designer.
0: Okay, and you have been selling it through. Jason Mitchell has been selling this game. No, right? no, it's going to
1: be branded. Oh,
0: this is okay. That's the part I was asking. This is a brand new game that you were deluxifying. Right, that's a word I made up, just so you know. But I'm going to stick with it. I that's it not. That's I,
1: not a word you made up that's a word I made
0: up he's trademarked oh, okay. deluxified
1: you got deluxifying in there alright I got it okay well our, our conify yeah I mean. that's just the present tense of of our term that we're <laughs> trademarking good. I like it Because once we have to deluxify it so it can be deluxified when backers get it
2: right so my my next question is this the first time that you feel like you have gotten it wrong no
1: no it certainly what, isn't
2: what are some other examples of that
1: so, Scov- so with this one The offer had to change significantly, so we needed to cancel it and rebuild all the project and change the reward levels. Got it. With Scoville, when we initially launched that, which is a game, it's a Euro game, it's got some interesting color combining mechanisms, um, but it was cubes, just standard cubes, that we were going to upgrade into the pepper pieces, if people are familiar with Scoville now. And it looks fantastic
2: with the peppers.
1: Yes, and that was, hey, give us this much money, and then we can afford it, which is the way it was. The stretch goal. Yes, got it. <clears throat> and people are like, no, I think the stretch. I think the stretch goal was at like eighty thousand or something like that. Like we don't want this game if there's no pepper pieces. Mm. So, oh wow. So I said, you know, after hemming and hawing a little bit, I said, okay, we'll make them pepper pieces right off. And then we got like a hundred and ten thousand. And this wow. was so, oh, but this was yes. like four or five years ago.
0: Yeah. When where, it was where a hundred thousand so meant something.
1: Well, it still means <laughs> <laughs> trust me, it still means something <laughs> when you collect it. But it, it as a percentage of right. you know, what is a really good Project, result, that was right. that was much more the, in line.
2: So this is really interesting. So you had a game that people wanted, willing to pay money for, but they wanted it with the peppers. However, if you didn't hit eighty thousand, they wouldn't have peppers in the game. Therefore, they didn't want it without the peppers. So you kind of had this issue of you need everyone's buy-in to be able to give them what they want. But once you gave them what they want, you far exceeded yes. that stretch goal.
1: Yes, it's very interesting. I, that those are the numbers I'm remembering. So if yeah, I remember that's, it, true. that's yeah. all right. Okay, that's yeah. years ago. So the um, <clears throat> in this case, I just we said you know we really like this game. We want you to have it the way you want it and so the, it it had already funded and i was just like right. whatever if we if we spend the extra so whatever you, it was you 2 dollars and 20 cents so a game so you just
0: added the peppers
1: just yeah. right in well we get in the habit of doing that a lot i just this sort of things in there. <laughs> i just i, I, I want ba- i want the end consumer backers yes. to be happy with what they get
2: and we do that too if we have a lot of backers say we really really want this thing changed and a lot of times, even if it's if it's a marginal, as expense, long as it's not gameplay. Yeah, as long as it's not gameplay. Yeah, oh, yeah, we gotta no, test that. No, don't way. Yeah, but if it's things like upgrading components, or you know, we had uh, special microscope-shaped wooden pieces instead of cylinders and things like that, and we check with the manufacturer, it's a few cents. Of course, we you know we want to add that stuff in, or it's a nice next stretch goal. But that's a very interesting. It's a very interesting challenge to have when when you need everyone's buy-in just to get to the point to be able to afford it. Yeah. Now, what do you what do you feel like you learned through that process and this most recent Kickstarter campaign? Do you feel like there was anything you could have done beforehand in order to know that information?
1: So, uh, yes and no. Apparently, I'm an intensely curious person, and so... I would agree with that. At,
0: yeah, so would I. Yes, we at, all know you at, well.
1: At, at times, I have studied copywriting as far as, like, what you... Right to get people to buy stuff. Hey, I'm trying to sell right. stuff. It seems like a good thing to be curious mm-hmm. about, and marketing copy, as some of the people refer to it. Yes, and in this case, in a lot of cases, the difference between using words that people identify with and using ones that they don't is significant. Yes. Once you have the offer right. Yes. But if you're just yeah. bombing and failing, there's there's a very popular copywriting like bottom line. It's the offer, stupid. It doesn't matter that you used they instead of them. Right, right. right. It's the fact that, look. This, you missed the mark. This is $20 more than it's supposed to be. Right. And we're not going to put up with it and there's a lot of well, other well, options. It's, and this is very... eminently
0: replaceable. And this is a very different failure than <clears throat> Scoville, as you are just talking about, where you've, that you have a success that it can be more successful. That you got the more mm-hmm. successful wrong.
1: Well, it was Scoville was at barely a success. Like we were probably asking for thirty Versus and a, getting forty right. from a game that we expected to do quite well.
0: So yes, but in this case, this was just flat out failure. This is yes, just like well, we are wrong.
1: We are just wrong.
0: Wrong, and we need to shift course, stop, hold everything, reset, re- yeah. re- re- relaunch, which is something I've always encouraged. Um, it's tough though. It's really it, yeah. Difficult. That's what I want to ask you. For what makes lot, it tough?
1: Well. There's some perception about running away and it, I think it makes it more tough if you're in a situation where you've asked for $40,000 and you've gotten $170,000 yes, yeah. and it's this really big game that you think should have gone up to four or five, 600000 and you're like, ah, we're going to cancel it and relaunch. Yeah, I didn't want to be in that situation again. Um, but just the the process of remaking the whole Kickstarter, all that stuff has to be entered again. It's not like mm-hmm. you go to Kickstarter and say, hey, can, can you just take everything that was there and make a new one that's identical? No. I should look into that. Maybe for me they'd do that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe
2: for you they'd do that.
0: And speaking of that, uh, Michael, how many Kickstarter projects have you launched and ran?
1: Um, so me and or my company, because I haven't personally dealt with right. it for a couple of years now. Um, Thirty six or something like that. Thirty six over eight years. Yeah, Wow.
2: and you've also done equity crowdfunding.
1: Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I was... learned a lot of things there yeah, I bet you Did well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe have to talk again, about that again. It's the as offer, dude. Well, well, he yeah.
0: has been. He has been on the show to talk about that a little bit uh, to yeah, share with that. Fantastic. And I just my recent guest was uh, around the equity crowdfunding because that's come a long ways also since you first started experimenting with that idea as well. But one of the things that you've learned as you've gone. Would you say that Tasty Minstrel Games, that Kickstarter is an integral part of the nature of the game company? If Kickstarter went away, would Tasty Minstrel Games keep going in its current form? Or would you transform the company into
1: something similar? Well, I I, I don't think at this point Kickstarter goes away. No. I mean,
0: we just do some
1: other crowdfunding, but... So please. The question is, yeah.
0: is crowdfunding a part of the it's pastry a, minstrel games strategy? Cause in, right, a critical in,
2: part of your strategy. Because in Genius for Games, John, for yes. you, yes. it absolutely is, it right? absolutely is, especially right now at this phase of the growth of our company. We're at a position, and a lot of small companies get in this position where they they don't have the cash to print the quantity of, of product needed to get it into retail to cushion the launch, amen. And it's very difficult. Um, and if you don't have that cash, what do you do? You give a deep discount to your backers, and you get the cash up front, and you use that to to pay for the product because you, we still have warehousing fees and our utilities and payroll oh, right. and everything else. Oh, yeah, and payroll. it's I mean it's hard. Which Kickstarter has, I mean, in many ways, stimulated the growth of the board gaming industry because it's allowed hobby gamers to do this to launch products without needing the cash. Yeah, it's it's absolutely critical.
0: So for Tasty Minstrel as well that Kickstarter is a fundamental aspect of the success of the company.
2: Yes. Crowdfunding,
1: uh, yeah. crowdfunding Kickstarter. Yes, I I would I would love for it not to be. Right. Yeah. Why it, what aspect of it I mean, is it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of headache. It's a lot of worry. I'm glad I don't haven't done it personally <laughs> in so long. Right? They have other yeah. people being able to do that. It insane is, a, amount it is a insane, insane
0: amount of work. But it is insane insane amount of work. But and we, we'll have to have another uh, discussion about this because we're out of time. But that is is that is Kickstarter. Um, is it worth the work? And I guess is that's one of the questions because some would say it's not, and they're like, okay, I'm going to take another tack. While some are saying, okay, how, is there a way to reduce the work, still get the money, but reduce the amount of work that?
1: Hey, we still do it. Right. And the way I've reduced the work is to hire someone and get it a little more systemized. Right. Nice. Yeah. System. We email, and we just kind of let it do its thing, and then we email again in a lot of cases. Okay. Unless it's unless it's clearly a rocket ship, then right. uh, everyone, all hands on deck. Right.
0: Okay,
2: we're out of time, right? We are, I think so. So is this campaign live again? Or when will this campaign be live again once you've made these
1: fixes? I'm not sure exactly. Not sure. Okay. But
2: it is going to be live. It will
1: be going alive again. Okay. okay, so
2: look out for it. What is the name of the campaign again?
1: Dragon's Interest. Dragon's Interest.
2: And I actually will have a Kickstarter launching on March 19th. You will. which is oh, probably the headline.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so what will it be called? That is called Nerd Word Science. It is, from from what I know, the world's first party game word game exclusively about science words. So, Good luck with that.
0: I'm sorry. I, I, hope my I, face, I think I, my face gave away my response to that. But but that's not fair because you know your market. I
2: know my market. That's yes. right.
0: And your market knows your products. That's right. And yeah. so that's probably going to – that would not work for Michael and I to kind of step into that space.
2: No, I don't think so. No. It's, it's been <laughs> very <not> difficult. <laughs> at, I'm not smart <laughs> enough. No, neither one of us are smart enough to step into that space. It's been very difficult for me to be in that space. Yeah. Right? We have definitely – pigeonhole ourselves in many ways but we also have created a niche that no one else is really competing for and the longer that you're in this
0: space it'll get harder and harder for anyone to compete because they'll say oh you're like genius games you have become the de facto standard for for that market that niche market so all right we are out of time this has been great i've been joined by my co-host john covey from genius games and our guest
1: michael Mendes,
0: Michael
2: Mendes from <laughs> Tasty Minstrel.
0: We've had a great time. Hopefully you found something inspiring. I always enjoy uh, hanging out with these guys. It's not very often we get to do this in person. If you would like to continue the conversation with this episode, it will be posted to our new Facebook group, Funding the Dream on Kickstarter Facebook group. Uh, say that three times fast. I don't want to try. But go ahead, and, and we'd love to hear from you and, and engage. Thanks for listening. Gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, joining me today. Yeah, Absolutely. Great. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.